rated mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. A show unfiltered, unscripted, raw. Your host, Mike and Rooster. Alright guys, welcome to another edition here. Happy uh, happy Thursday. Thursday afternoon to everybody. Happy Thursday afternoon, everybody. Got a lot to talk about today. Uh, a couple of a uh, couple of topics. A couple of topics. Did anybody see the uh, the Joe Biden speech last night? I thought that was kind of hysterical. Uh, basically taking credit for everything Trump has done in four years of office. Uh, taking credit for the big issue, the uh, the COVID vaccinations. Um. I thought that was that I thought that was pretty uh, uh, pretty disrespectful as a, as a president uh, to do that, uh, taking credit for another president. But you know, that's common, folks. That's common in the uh, in the uh, Democrat Party. They like to take credit for uh, for other Republicans' uh, uh, common uh, accomplishments, right? They, they like taking credit for that. Uh, we all know that. Uh, the vaccinations that are currently underway uh, wasn't uh, because of uh, the successful uh, attempts by Joe Biden. That came that came under uh, the 45th president, folks, not the 46th president. We have to remember that there was a 45th president after uh, after Obama, and that was uh, President Trump, right? Everybody everybody seems to forget everything that. Uh, uh, 45 did for us, right? I mean, he did a lot for us, right? You know, I mean, I don't agree with the vaccinations, but I don't agree that uh, Biden has the right to uh, to steal uh, accomplishments from Trump, uh, saying, oh, under my administration, uh, by the end of this year, there'll be uh, nearly uh, 200 million people vaccinated. Yeah, well, that came that came under uh, President Trump, not not President Biden. We have to remember that. Uh, Operation Warp Speed, right? That was under the direction of Trump last year, not under Obama, uh, not under uh, Biden. You guys got to remember that. So last night was a little bit of uh, of chaoticness. Uh, uh, we're now calling it uh, Biden's anti-vaccination uh, infomercial, pretty much. I mean, that's... <laughs> That's what the whole damn speech was about. He was trying to push more people to get vaccinated, folks. This has been uh, this has been a push from the get-go from the Democrats. You know, they're trying to push this damn vaccination, and uh, what's really, really uh, un-American is that you know usually at presidential speeches, whether he's speech speaking to Congress or he's speaking to. Uh, uh, to the American people, last night he used uh, b- both platforms, right? He spoke to Congress, uh, Joint Congress there in Washington, and then he also spoke to uh, every American that was listening to that that live stream last night on all the uh, news platforms. And he was using that damn speech, guys, as a freaking infomercial to push the damn vaccination. I mean, that's, uh, I'm telling you. What struck me most about his uh, his fraudulency was uh, Joe Biden's uh, address to Congress was how it seemed as though the entire federal government had gathered to stage a national televised piece of performance art with one blaring message. The, the coronavirus vaccination does not work. Do not get vaccinated. Look at us. Look at us. We're vaccinated and nothing's changed. Do you, <laughs> do you remember when he said that? You got to you got to you got to rewind back to that that one section there 
uh, I don't know where you would get it at. Um, I can post a video on my Facebook page, uh, or you can uh, you can check it out for yourself there on uh, probably YouTube or uh, other video platforms. You gotta go back to that section where he says. The corona vaccination does not work. Do not get vaccinated. Look at us. Look at us. We're vaccinated and nothing's changed. He's literally he's literally admitting, folks, on live television that the vaccination doesn't work. Well, if it doesn't work, why is he pushing people to get vaccinated? Hmm. Coincidence? Conspiracy theories? I think those conspiracy theories are coming true. I think the federal government is pushing this vaccination for one purpose and one purpose only. I'll let you be the ones to figure that out. I already know why, but if you guys put one and one together, it does equal two, right? (laughs) So, so, uh, everything he said last night, uh, was, was basically lies. Everything he said, we're being told that, uh, told again and again that the vaccination works. Our government assures and reassures us vaccinations work. Biden and everyone in Congress assured us the vaccination works. Billions of taxpayer dollars are being spent to convince uh, uh, confidence everyone to get vaccinated. Because you guessed it, the vaccination works, people. That's basically what he was saying. I mean, literally. And then he goes on, listen to this. Then he goes on, if the vaccination works, why is the government behaving as though it doesn't? Well, because maybe people aren't as dumbfounded as you, Joe. Maybe they have a common sense uh, uh, set of intelligence on their uh, on their noggins up there called brains. And they understand that, uh, uh, that, a, that, a, that a freaking shot doesn't work. I mean, we clearly seen that with the flu shot, right? Remember when the government... Oh, maybe 20 years ago, probably 30 years ago, right? When they were actually pushing the flu shots. Oh, everybody get your flu shot. Everybody get your flu shot. And then what happens? A couple days later, maybe a couple hours later, you start getting sick. It doesn't work, work, folks. And that's why I refuse to get shots and vaccinations. I, I t- keep on telling people out there, you know what my health is? Mother nature, the elements outside. Go outside, take a walk. Drink a little less. Don't do heavy uh, drugs, recreational drugs. Don't heavily medicate yourself every day. And you'll live a long, healthy, happy life. Exercise and eat uh, uh, healthy. You'll live a long, healthy life. Trust me. Trust me. And that's not a political bumper sticker. And you can fact check that if you want, right? (laughs) Guys, we'll be right back after these words. Don't go anywhere. I got a lot more to say on the podcast. But Wall Street didn't build this country. The middle class built the country. And unions built the middle class. I think you should be able to become a billionaire and a millionaire. But pay your fair share. We're going to get rid of the loopholes, allow Americans to make more than a million dollars a year and pay a lower tax rate on their capital gains than Americans who receive a paycheck. And the IRS is going to crack down on millionaires and billionaires who cheat on their taxes. We're going to reform corporate taxes so they pay their fair share. It's time for corporate America and the wealthiest 1% of Americans to just begin to pay their fair share. Uh, I'm telling you. Did you hear that? That was President Biden's speech to Congress. I plugged that in. It was, uh, I did that under a minute, right? Just different, different highlights, guys, uh, of his first speech to Congress and outlines his plans to make the wealthy pay more in taxes. Yeah, uh, that's kind of basically the same crap that he's been trying to spiel out for the last 40-something years of his political uh, career. <laughs> he's been saying the same garbage for the last 40 years, guys. The same stuff for the last 40 years. Hasn't done a damn thing, you know? You know? It's easy to tax the rich when your son makes millions overseas and doesn't pay taxes, right, Joe? <laughs> Try saying that to Joe Biden. He'll look at you like with the goofy eye. Huh? Uh, my son, my son doesn't have any influence with China. No. You know the thing, right, Joe? The thing, right? The, the, right, right? 
that all men are created, you know, the thing, equal, right? You can't even say, you can't even say the speech. And this is our president. This is our 46th president of the United States. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Pay your fair share. Are you kidding me? If you make less, reward them. If you make more, tax them more. Eh, that's not called a uh, fair share. It's called a hate tax, guys. Right? Can, you, can anybody agree with that? I'll say that again. Pay your fair share. Are you kidding me? If you make less, reward them. If you make more tax than them, that's not the fair share. It's called hate tax. Yeah. So basically what he wants to do is if you make less... He wants to re reward people, right? But if you make more, according to Joe Biden's policy of last night's speech, he wants to tax you more. So if you're out there in the real world and you're making more than what's called a uh, paycheck to paycheck scenario, right? Because about 60 to maybe 75% of average Americans live paycheck to paycheck, right? And this is where I'm getting at uh, of what he's trying to say for the blinded eye that do not understand what he was trying to say last night. So if you make more than an average paycheck of what an average American usually brings home after taxes, okay, and you're doing really, really well for yourself, you're making over 100000 a year, you got a good business whether you work for an employer you know, maybe you work for a big uh, uh, law firm or you work for an executive uh, company, you know, and you make over $100,000 a year. He feels that it's necessary to tax people that make more versus taxing people that make less. Is that fair? No, it's not fair. You're trying to tell me that, and if you do think it's fair... You know, that's your opinion, but I, I don't think that's fair. I don't think that it's fair to tax somebody that makes more versus making making less. Because it's your fault that you make more than a person maybe, you know, with all due respect, maybe working at a McDonald's or a, uh, or a Burger King or a, uh, a Starbucks or something like that, and they make the minimum wage. It's It's not your fault. It should be up to the individual what they want to do. But if the individual doesn't want to make minimum wage and actually wants to make a really good salary for their life, right? I mean, because, right, is that is that the American dream? Joe, is that the American dream? I, I think it is. I think the American dream is if you want to make more than a, than a minimum wage salary, you shouldn't be taxed more. Right? Who the hell wants to live paycheck to paycheck? I sure as hell don't. I mean, I'd like to have a couple extra hundred dollars, maybe more than that in my in my pocket to do something. Go out, go to a zoo, go to an aquarium, go to the movies, uh, go out to a restaurant, go to a sporting event. I shouldn't have to worry about, oh, shit, my bill is due that, that month. Oh, man, am I going to have enough? Oh, I got to pay the bill, but I won't have enough to go on that luxurious vacation. But then again... If you're making a good salary, then you have to worry about, oh, crap, now I'm going to get taxed at a higher tax bracket because uh, according to Mr. Biden's uh, uh, plan, he's going to tax me more because I make more. That shouldn't be – that's not fair tax, folks. I said it before just briefly. That's hate tax. You're hating on the individual that's making more than you. Don't hate. Progress. Progress in that job. Quit that job and work for a company that makes more. Right? Don't hate that person. Don't hate that person, that person that might make 40, 50, 60, 70,000 more than you. Don't hate. You could be that person. It's called progress. You progress into a better lifestyle. Right? So... The uh, the president and what we're seeing, folks, is uh, no one no one uh, uh, respects this president. 
Nobody. Not even Bloomberg. Crooked Bloomberg of New York. He doesn't even respect it. He doesn't respect half the policy that comes out out of this president. So what are we going to see in this president X? God willing, what are we in 2021? We have a shy of three, less than three years to basically take our country back, folks. Take it back from the corruption that we have in the swamp. And yes, the swamp was supposed to be drained, folks, in 2020. That swamp was supposed to be drained by November of 2020. That, that swamp is still filled up with, 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 with political creatures of all different kinds. It's almost like leeches. You know, they're leeching onto you and they're draining everything from you. Not only are they draining your income, but now they're going after everything. Taxes, wages, personal lives, right? Your livelihood is being attacked. Free speech, right? Liberties. It's all being attacked. And we're seeing it every single day. You know, I uh, I got into that a little bit of uh, the other day on the show. Uh, with Rooster. Rooster was on the show. Um, got into some topics. Um, just some free speech and uh, liberties. And, uh, folks, this, uh, these scenarios have to change. They have to change. What else did he say? I got. I want to get into something else he, he, he said last night. He said now, on another lie from, 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 uh, from Biden, more or less kind of taking credit from Trump. Everything he said last night, he was taking credit. Literally taking credit from Trump. And here's something of what I quote. This is what I quote of what he says. We could have paid down the national debt under Trump, he said. He said if he was president in 2016 to 2020, you wouldn't have half the national debt at where it's at right now. You would have a stronger economy, low taxes, and higher paying jobs. <laughs> he said that. He said that. In what reality, Joe, would you have the uh, the economy... At historic highs. At what reality, Joe, would you have taxes lower than they are now under your current administration? In what reality, Joe, would you have battled a pandemic just as better as uh, President Trump has in his three... It, it is, what, less than uh, six, seven months of his presidency? In what reality would, would you have done better, Joe? Because we don't see half the stuff that you're proclaiming that you would have done better in 2016 that you're doing now. What do we have under your policy, Joe? What do we have under your, under your presidency, your administration? What's the difference between Trump and, 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 your, and, your, uh, and your agenda, Joe? We have high taxes. We have more people on food stamps and welfare. We have more people in Section 8 housing. We have more homeless on the streets. You can ask uh, Ice Cream Pelosi there in the San Francisco uh, district. Uh, God, it looks like a third world hellhole. There's tents and everything set up on side sidewalks. Homeless are literally taking over uh, uh, residential and business districts of uh, San Francisco. I mean, no disrespect to the homeless, but... People that like to go out to dinner and like to go and sit down with their families at a nice five-star restaurant are being overtaken, overtaken by homelessness in San Francisco. And what is Pelosi doing about it? Nothing, nothing. She's counting her millions in her freaking mansion in San Francisco. Ha <laughs> ha, yeah. So what else are we seeing under this crooked administration? We're seeing bailout after bailout. Joe just... 
going in a scenario that he wants to bail out his friends in big government. Wants to keep on printing checks out. Influencing people that it's okay. It's okay. We understand that you're unemployed from COVID. We understand you lost your job. But we're going to give you this stimulus check and everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody raise your hand? You still have the $1,400 that the uh, federal government sent you about a couple weeks ago, a month ago? You living off that $1,400? Does anything cost uh, within the range of the $1,400? Are you able to survive on $1,400 more than uh, today's society, uh, more than a couple weeks? Uh, No. No. Does rent cost less than $1,400? Some rent does. Yeah. How much does groceries cost? Does it cost within $1,400? Are you able to have anything extra from the $1,400? No. 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 Does any common sense folk out there understand where this president is going? All the clowns that voted for this idiot. You can now thank yourselves of where we are as a country now. We were fine under President Trump. Yes, we were still suffering from a pandemic. People were losing their jobs and everything. But do you understand the difference between Trump and Biden? Trump was battling the deep state hysteria in this country through COVID. What is Biden doing? Biden ain't doing a damn thing. Have you seen Biden? Oh, and by the way, Folks, we do have a humanitarian crisis under uh, under our belts at the southern border. Yeah, thanks to this president. Yeah, yeah, our southern border was actually uh, controlled and secured under the uh, under 45 under uh, President Trump, right? It was actually secured under President Trump. We had a wall that was being built. We had less, folks. Folks, we had less than 300 miles to be completed. President Trump even went on the airways, on certain podcast hosts, on certain radio shows. I believe he was on Hannity and a couple other shows, saying that the wall will be finished by December of 2020. Where's the wall at now? Huh. Where's the construction at now? It's, 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 it's temporary halted right now. It's temporary uh, on a pause. According to Joe... Uh, the wall, the wall isn't a high priority right now for for, for the country. Yeah, yeah, Im- uh, illegal immigration is isn't a priority right now for Joe Biden. Now he he can care less about uh, immigration right now. It's 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 not his top agenda. Yeah, it's not his top agenda. He can care less about it. He cares more about bringing illegal immigrants into this damn country versus people that actually need help. People that are starving, people that have lost their jobs, that are that are scratching their heads, wondering when the hell their next meal's gonna be, or where they're gonna live, or when their next check's gonna come in, if they do have a check still. Half the, half these people are relying on COVID relief unemployment checks, which I'm told some of them are get, actually getting paid more than people that are actually working. <laughs> Who got screwed there, folks? Who got screwed there? I had a, the, the so-called essential worker, the people that are on the front lines, right? When this pandemic actually took place last year, who got screwed over that deal? Eh, the people that actually uh, bust their ass and work for a living, those are the ones that got screwed. According to Joe and according to Kamala Harris, that's okay. That's okay. Because the little guy, the person that doesn't work, they need help too. Yeah, they do need help. They need to get back to work and make a living for themselves and their family. They don't need to sit on their ass and rely on the federal government. Folks, this is all a downplay of a continued saga and a scenario that we've seen under uh, Barack Obama. We'll be right back, folks, after this. I got a lot more to say. Oh, boy. You're not going to want to miss this.
Hi guys, this is the Rooster from the Patriot Angle Podcast. This episode is sponsored by Podbay.fm. You can go there to stream thousands of podcasts, as well as this podcast, the Patriot Angle Podcast. Tune in, guys, and we'll see you next week on the show. Remember, Podbay.fm. Anyway, folks, back to the show here. Uh, like I said last night, last night under uh, under Biden's speech there, uh, you know, I want to plug it to the show here. It's getting a lot of mixed reactions from a lot of different type of people, a lot of different people. You know, they, um, you know, uh, I'm gonna plug in here a sound clip here from uh, uh, a senator. A great senator, Tim Scott of the great state of South Carolina, Republican, and uh, I, you know, folks, he, he's he's not a uh, a typical Rhino Republican. He's not a one that will uh, that will cater down and and, and pretty much uh, uh, fall to the uh, to the words of every Democrat. That's a Rhino. He's he's a true conservative Republican. This is Tim Scott, senator of South Carolina. Reacting to Biden's speech last night. Check this out, guys. I know. We just heard President Biden's first address to Congress. Our president seems like a good man. His speech was full of good words. But President Biden promised you a specific kind of leadership. He promised to unite a nation, to lower the temperature, to govern for all Americans, no matter how we voted. This was the pitch. You just heard it again. But our nation is starving for more than empty platitudes. We need policies and progress that brings us closer together. But three months in, the actions of the president and his party are pulling us further and further apart. I won't waste your time with finger pointing or partisan bickering. You can get that on TV anytime you want. I want to have an honest conversation about common sense and common ground. Amen. Amen to Senator Tim Scott from uh, South Carolina. He gets it, folks. What do we, what do we hear from uh, uh, within those? Uh, what about a year? Right, a year and a half of uh, so-called. Uh, I'm calling it shadow campaigning. Right, it's where uh, a president basically campaigns to, I guess, his best narrative. Because did we see any type of campaigning from Joe uh, within that year, year and a half of him running for uh, office? No. No, we didn't see that. Half the time he was stuck in his damn basement, hiding from his basement, right? Hiding for what? Hiding for words because half the stuff that comes out of his mouth is just craziness and nonsense and stuff that, like, you scratch your head understanding, like, what did he just say or did he really just say that on live television? Folks, what we what we were seeing and what we were hearing from Joe for the last year, year and a half of his so-called campaigning, uh, and I can relate to uh, Senator Tim Scott here, uh, was a pitch. It was like a sales pitch, right? You go, <laughs> you go into the, uh, you go into this, uh, into a car dealership, right? What do they do? They give you a sales pitch. Oh, this car can give you so much great opportunity versus the other car. Uh, that car, yeah, you don't want that car. That car is, you know, that car is not as great as the other car. That car is, you know, doesn't run as good. Maybe doesn't have a good transmission. Has a weaker engine. This car will give you all the top of the line features. Has all the bells and whistles. Has your Bluetooth. Has your uh, heated seats. Has your uh, LED uh, headlights. Has all your top of the line high technology. All the stuff, right, folks? What we heard from Biden for the last year, year and a half of his campaign rallies, of his little circles that he had, excuse me, remember the circles? The circles he had uh, when he was campaigning during last year, during the uh, COVID pandemic era of the campaigns, which I've never seen him seen in my life with these little circles of cars. You know, the, a little circle, yeah, put a car there, put a, put a truck there, and whatever. And they would honk. Yeah, that was his rallies. And then you would have Trump go into arenas and stadiums filled with thousands of conservative patriotic Americans chanting. 
chanting and roaring for that American dream again, trying to keep it alive. And then all of a sudden, what do we see in November? We've seen the American dream come down to a damn halt. A pause. Folks, is it safe enough to say that every American after November got played out by this administration that we have in Pennsylvania Avenue in Washington? Is it safe to say that every American that may have voted for Joe Biden is getting played out day by day? What I'm trying to say is, did Joe Biden give even his voter, the person that supported him and voted for him, a sales pitch, so to speak, of what he promised every American that he was going to do? He was going to be a president for all Americans, no matter if you voted for him or not. Like the great Senator Tim Scott said of South Carolina, this president is showing more of a direction of pulling people more further apart from one another than actually putting people together. He is showing a presidency of not putting America first. We seen that. We heard that last year of some of his rallies, of his campaigns, if you want to call them campaign rallies. We heard him say, I'm going to be a president of all Americans, no matter if you're a Republican, Democrat, or Independent. I will be there for you and you only. <sighs> Are we seeing that now? No. Is he putting America first? Surely not. Surely not. And I can tell you why he's not putting America first. Look at the southern border. I got into that earlier on the podcast today. Look at the southern border. It's a mess, folks. If you do not understand what's going on, I strongly advise you look at videos, real videos of what's really going on at the southern border of Texas. Folks, we are in a humanitarian crisis. A crisis at the southern border. Our southern border is not secured. It's been secured for the last three and a half years under the direction of of Donald J. Trump. Is it secured under Joseph Randall Biden? Eh, No. No. He can care less. He can care less about putting America first. Because that's not his agenda. We are not no longer under the administration of Trump. Of America first. You know what we are under? America last under Joe Biden. He's putting us last. Is he asking anybody at the southern border to make sure some of these illegal immigrants that come in that are requesting for um, for amnesty and requesting for 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 a for a better life for themselves for their families or anything like that? Are we seeing any of that? Maybe possibility. I'm not going to judge every immigrant and say that they're a bad person. But 60% of the people that are coming across the southern border are criminals, cartels, gang members. They're using children as pawns. They're raping women along the uh, way. Um, folks, this is, this is some sick stuff. And half the stuff, half these people have diseases and viruses of kinds that we don't even know about. Worse than COVID. What is Joe doing about that? Huh. What's your vice president doing about that? What's Kamala doing about that? You ask Kamala Harris about the southern border, she'll look at you and laugh about it. Oh, it's not a top priority. Not a top priority. Why We, uh, we, we shouldn't be there right now. We have serious stuff to, uh, to worry about uh, with, 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 the, uh, uh, with the COVID and everything else. Yeah. Kamala Harris refuses to go to the southern border. Now Kamala Harris, the latest thing, is Kamala Harris is blaming the refusal to visit the border on COVID-19. Can you believe that garbage? Oh my God. Yeah. 
She's blaming the visit for her administration, the Biden-Harris administration. They're not going to the southern border to recap the humanitarian crisis because of COVID-19. Everything is being blamed on COVID-19. Everything. Folks, this is more politicized than anything ever in American history. According to uh, Press Secretary Pisaki, yeah, she's going to circle back on that one. And this is what she says. Oh, you got to listen to this crap. This is this is this is hysterical, hysterical, hysterical stuff. This is Jen Psaki saying that uh, yeah, the focus is not on the southern border right now. Listen to this. Check this out, guys. The U.S. border security is worse than it was two years ago. A new Fox News poll shows this, that 46% of voters say it's worse, while 33% say it's the same, 15% say it's better. The numbers far different from June of 2018, where only 17% said border security was worse. Now, part of the problem could be seen in the numbers. More people have crossed the border illegally so far this year than in all of 2020. So joining us now is National Border Patrol Council President Brandon Judd. So Brandon, the mayor of Yuma, Arizona, said today that the U.S. government has become a de facto part of the smuggling for the cartels. As families cross the border, they wait to be picked up, processed, and let go. What do you think about that statement? from a border city mayor. He's absolutely correct. What, in fact, the United States government is doing is they're com- they're completing the smuggling cycle. When people cross the border illegally, they pay um, drug smugglers, uh, human smugglers, a large amount of money. Then they come to the United States. They get released into the United States, and they're able to continue their journey to wherever they're going, whether that's Des Moines, Des Moines Iowa, Chicago, Illinois, Miami, Florida. Um, they're going throughout the, the United States, and they're being released there by the federal government after criminal cartels make billions of dollars every single year. So you probably... Yeah, yeah, let me stop it right there. Yeah, that's in the direction of of, uh, Biden's policy. Biden hasn't given one hoots about what's going on at the southern border. Can care less. Can care less. No, he doesn't talk about masking. He doesn't talk about uh, Border Patrol uh, enforcing covid uh, screening with these uh, individuals coming over. It doesn't say a damn thing, but keeps on influencing people, Americans, actual Americans, to get their vaccinations. Better fall in line, sheep. Better fall in line, because the Americans have become the sheep and the immigrants have been ignored under this administration, folks. That's what you are seeing. Plain in sight. You don't have to have a... a, a a PhD. You don't have to have a master's. You don't have to have a high educational degree to understand that, folks. It's called common sense. You learn it at a young age. Wake up, people. Stop being brainwashed. Stop being stupid, and start listening to your your gut. You know that gut thing in your in, in your. Uh, it's right there. It's right there in your bottom of your stomach. It's called your gut. It's a gut feeling. Listen to your gut. Understand what's going on. Stop being so stupid and brainwashed. Stop being Biden's sheep and start listening to what people are trying to tell you, such as myself and other people out there, conservative people, true American people, not this stupid, crazy socialist regime of America. And that's what you're seeing, folks. That's what you're seeing. Listen to this. This is this is Jen Psaki literally. uh, uh uh, being questioned right now by a reporter. Voters give Biden his worst job ratings on border security. Oh, can she answer this one? Can she, can, can she answer it correctly or does she have to circle back on this scenario? Let's check this out, guys. Because we have to deal with COVID issues. What is she referring to? Uh, well, I, I would certainly have to ask her team about that specifically, but I would tell you also that her focus is not on the border. It's on uh, addressing the root causes in the Northern Triangle. And You heard the press secretary. Her primary focus is not on the border. Plain in sight, guys. They're emitting on live television. Why don't you see it? Did you not hear it correctly? 
This administration's focus is not on the border. They can care less about the border. They can care less about cartels coming in. They can care less about women and children. Smuggled, raped, murdered along the, the path, the journey to America. They, they can care less about it. All they care is about power and control over the American people. That's all they care about. Why does not people understand what's going on? Wake up. Open your pretty blue eyes or whatever colored eyes you have and understand. Check. Listen to this. This is this is craziness. That's why the majority of her time has been spent on working with on a diplomatic level. So her. Yeah. Listen to this. Now 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 this is a a Fox anchor, literally uh, reacting to what the press secretary just said. Check this out. Oh God. This is not on the border. Who's watching the border? You, you know, as somebody that puts on a uniform and goes out and patrols the border on a daily basis, I can't tell you how disappointing um, that statement is. I, I wish I could tell you with a straight face that the American government has control of our borders. Unfortunately, I can't. Cartels, criminal organizations, they control everything that is happening on the border. They understand what they need to do. They flood us with um, unaccompanied children. They flood us with family units, knowing that it overwhelms our resources, pulling our agents out of the field, and they, which allows them to, to create artificial gaps, which then allows them to smuggle in dangerous criminals. It allows them to smuggle in drugs, which are going to the inner city. It's going to the suburbs, and it's killing our children, yet we don't have a president that is willing to come to the border and see for herself exactly what's going on that is bad government so in a yeah no kidding it's bad government it's a national it's a national security crisis that's what it is biden is literally laying out a national security crisis in this country our borders are being wide open to not only security threats, but this is, folks, this is this is bad stuff. This is bad stuff. But of course, according to the Democrats, they don't see this. They don't see this as a national security uh, risk. They don't see this as our borders completely wide open to all possible threats, both domestic on and on an international level. It's wide open, folks. I mean, anybody uh, with a common brain can understand this. But that's what happens when you when when you elect a seventy nine, almost nine eighty year old man into office that's clearly suffering from a high level of uh, of uh, dementia. I mean, I'm not I'm not just saying that uh, to be mean, but it's the truth, folks. This president, this this. This, this 46th president that we have in, in office right now is suffering from high levels of dementia, does not understand between right and wrong right now. And that's what happens, folks. When you get older, okay, and you have a grandfather or maybe an elderly family member that gets old, okay, loses its brain cells, okay? Listen, folks, I'm not being mean. I'm telling you that the... the, 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 the 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 statistics here these are true facts and please yeah yeah you want to you want to fact check me all you want go ahead go fact check you do do your facebook your your social media thing that's that's fine and dandy but these are statistics <laughs> you you can't fact check statistics they're true science fa- statistics folks when people get old they lose brain cells it happens to every one of us we get old. We we we're, our brains are not the same uh, when we're older versus when we're when we're younger. When you're 20 years old, you can't tell me your your brain is the same as this as if it, it is when you're 80 years old. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't. If you think it does, it, good luck to you on whatever reality of a delusional world that you live in. Because, folks, this president, he needs to go. He needs to be impeached. But will you see that from Nancy Pelosi? Will Pelosi actually invoke the 25th Amendment 
on Joe Biden? Will she invoke impeachment articles on Joe Biden? No. No, you won't see that. You'll see this get played out in the next three years. God willing, I hope. I, I, I hope. I hope by the midterms. I hope and pray to God that by the midterms, we have a high-spirited Republican that's willing to take on this corruption, this failed leadership that we have in government. I, I, I hope we do. I hope we do because if, if this man, oh boy, if he's still around, God, God bless him, right? I mean, I don't wish anything bad on anybody in the world, but if, uh, if he, if he gets reelected in uh, 2024. This will not only be the oldest sitting president in American history, but what do we like? He's 79 years old, right? In three years, he'll be 83. When he, if he gets reelected in 2024, that will be a president at the age of 83, right? 84, 85, 86. He'll be 87, 88 years old as a president finishing his eight years of office. Oh my God. Can you imagine that? Oh boy, if he's delusional and suffering from high counts of dementia, can you imagine where where, where he's going to be in three years from now? Oh boy, uh, if, if you guys are, it's not funny, it's not funny, I'm trying not to laugh, but if you guys want to see statistics of dementia, dementia, it, it, it breaks down brain cells very, very quickly and, and very rapidly in the human brain cavities. He's at his peak right now with dementia. Give it three years, folks. Old Joe Biden is going to be a lot worse in three years from now than he is now. I, I, can, I can't even imagine what he's going to be spilling out of his mouth by in another two, two years. I can't even understand what he's going to be saying by the midterms next year in his speeches. Oh, Christ, he'll be, he'll be bringing in the Jim Crow uh, scenario. Oh, it's, uh, oh we, we have, we have uh, uh, racism in this country because of the Jim Crow era. Oh, we're ra- everybody's racist because of Donald Trump and this. Uh, folks, that's, that's what you're seeing. This, this president is not, is not, uh, is not making promises of, of bringing the country together. He's, he's dividing us more than any president. I mean, I wasn't in favor of Obama, but I can tell you, I can clearly say, and, uh, Obama was a, was a much better president than, uh, than Joe Biden. Yes, Obama did some corrupted uh, dealings with uh, Iran and Iraq and China and stuff like that. But, I mean, Obama wasn't wasn't suffering from dementia. Yes, we were still at war with Iran and Iraq under the continued saga of George uh, W. Bush, right? You know, that just kind of continued. You know, I mean, Obama kind of inherited the... Uh, the Iran and Iraq scenario under uh, under Bush, right? We've seen that continued. But uh, but folks, oh boy, oh boy. Here's here's some more mixed reactions of the lame excuse for not visiting the border because folks, this administration needs to visit the border. They need to visit the border. Did they mention that ever? In the speech last night, did Biden mention anything about the humanitarian crisis that we have at the southern border? Nope. Nope. Did I hold that? Nope. Nope. I mean, we can go back and look at it, but I don't want to bore my listeners with it because the speech last night was nothing but a damn sales pitch. A sales pitch for people to get more more vaccinations. That's, that's all he cares about is people to get vaccinated. He's pushing it. Like, like never before. Make sure you get vaccinated. Make sure you get vaccinated. Make sure you fall in line, sheep. Go get vaccinated. Go get vaccinated. Here's um, 
Here's former uh, uh, press secretary uh, McNanny. Yeah. Here's here's former press secretary McNanny, right? Kaylee McNanny. Can never pronounce her name right, guys. I do apologize for that. But here here's former uh, press secretary uh, Kaylee McNanny uh, slamming Kamala Harris and slamming the administration for their lame excuse not visiting the border. Check this out, guys. This is what she's saying. She's She went on to basically uh, kind of give her spiel on uh, Fox News. Check this out, guys. I'm going to plug this right into the show right here because this is important stuff here. Listen to this. 2020, when I would see Mike Pence on my screen at the podium that Kaylee would be at in the James S. Brady briefing room taking questions for extended periods of time when he was put in charge of the coronavirus task force. So for Kamala Harris, this could be her signature failure, and it could really hurt her chances in 2024 if Joe Biden decides that in his early 80s he doesn't want to run for president again. So, Kennedy, taking that a step further, I think it's clear that we're seeing a strategy of protection, however, by the Democratic Party, because now, remember, anytime we address or the press addresses her new role with the border, she says, no, no, no. Remember, it's only about the Northern Triangle. No, no, no. It's about finding the root causes. There is a clear chasm between what they're charging her with and where that festering mess is happening, I think, so that she can keep her record clean. Your thoughts? Yeah, the the, the ostrich technique is not working. It is simply not working to pretend mm. that the surge at the border uh, isn't having a horrible effect on children and families. It is. Uh, there is so much confusion, and the only signaling from this administration is if you send your kids alone, if you sell everything you've got and send your kids with smugglers, when they get to the U.S., we're not going to send them back. Uh, that, that makes these kids pawns in this entire enterprise and puts them at so much risk. And her list of excuses, I don't even think she understands what word she's using when she says, I can't get there soon enough. Well, soon enough is now. Now is when the surge is happening. And and the surge is only going to get worse and worse. So go fix it now. You can absolutely work on those root causes. But go down there. Get affected by it. Get angry. Get emotional. See what's happening with these kids. And then do something about it because she's been put in charge. And she's not going to be on spirit air. You know, to Joe's point, she's fully vaccinated. She will fly a plane with, like, four other people. She's like the John Kerry of vice presidents. Oh, yes. We're going to talk about him later. Uh, Kaylee, uh, Kennedy mentions um, the children are being used as pawns, and we've heard the absolute horror and atrocities that they have to go through to even get to this country, and let alone then be packed in like sardines uh, in structures and whatnot. And however, they're being given a book. Everyone is being given a copy, apparently, of Vice President Kamala Harris's book. And my question to you is, would there be any of the acceptance of this that there would that there is now if this had been happening under the prior administration and what are your thoughts on these kids getting superheroes are everywhere yeah uh, one of the lines in that book that these children are receiving is in times of trouble superheroes always show up uh, well the superhero Kamala Harris has not shown up for the 14 to 17 year old girls in a migrant facility in Houston that had to be shut down because they were having to use the bathroom in bags and they were not allowed to stand up from their beds. Uh, The superhero didn't show up for them. The superhero didn't show up for the four and five year old who was tossed by a smuggler over a 14 foot wall. Superhero didn't show up. Superhero didn't show up uh, for the kids who are victims of violence, 60% who are victims of violence as they make that dangerous journey. Uh, Superheroes not showing up because of COVID, she says. Uh, What a lame excuse. I've been on the vice president's plane. It's perfectly safe for her to go down there. And even if you put aside the fact that she's vaccinated, we've talked about on this panel, our frontline workers didn't stop working during the pandemic. Our healthcare workers, our police officers did not. Why is it fair for the highest office in the land, our elected officials, not to show up? It is an excuse and it is quite sad. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Classic, classic. Uh, Kaylee right there explaining on the uh, the Fox panel. Uh, yeah, I mean, if she's such the uh, so-called superhero of these migrant kids, and uh, I didn't realize that. that. Did you guys, did you all catch that? That these migrant kids are getting her book. Uh, uh, all the migrant children that are coming to the border, right? They're getting, uh, they're getting Kamala Harris's book, uh, Superheroes 
don't always wear capes, right? <laughs> well, guys, visiting the border should be part of her book tour, right? <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, if she wants to sell more books as a vice president, shouldn't that be part of her book tour, visiting the border? Um, oh, boy. I'm telling you. Uh, she doesn't want to do this job. That is clear, guys. So she must have uh, somebody go down there giving her information. I mean, they have to realize how bad this looks for her, right? I mean, she 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 doesn't yeah she she doesn't want to uh, uh, she 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 doesn't want to uh, she doesn't want to go down there. She doesn't want to go down there because if she wanted to go down there, she would do it. But she doesn't want to go down there, and then she's talking about she's blaming it on COVID. Well, apparently she doesn't care about the children, but she cares about the children enough for them to get their book. So does she care about as it, it being a humanitarian crisis, or does she care about it more being a uh, a, a money maker? Oh yeah, I'm gonna publish my I'm gonna publish my book to get it to these migrant children. You know, just for more. Uh, more publicity. Yeah, this is the, the. I mean, these are people that are, you know, full of shit. What? What? What a disgrace, guys! What a disgrace! I can't get that down there soon enough, folks. She should be in jail for this uh, statement. What an utter disgrace! This is your. Uh, this is this 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 is your uh, this is this, this is your administration here. Like I said, she doesn't want to do this job. She's only there for a political paycheck. She can care less about being vice president. All she cares about is her little her little paycheck that she's going to be getting out of this. Right? What a what a difference between these two administrations. The Trump Pence administration versus the Biden Harris administration. What what a difference. What a difference. I'm telling you guys, what a difference. But this is what good news looks like. I'm glad Kaylee was on the uh, the Fox panel that explained this, guys, because uh, Kaylee gets it. But does Jen Psaki get it? No. No, she doesn't get it. She just makes lies and cover-ups for the uh, this administration. It's not part of their agenda right now. They're focused on vaccinations. Yeah, yeah, they they want to get the American sheep more vaccinated. Yeah, Christ, we'll we'll be a third world country in less than six months if everybody falls in line with the uh, with the democratic machine and gets their little vaccinations in the arm. Yeah, yeah, go fall in line, sheep. Go get your vaccination. Go listen to everything Biden's saying. Yeah, socialism, folks, is is uh, is very real and. And we're suffering from socialism in this country at all-time highs. But, uh... But, you know, when you have a vice president that's blaming COVID-19 for an excuse not to go down to the southern border, do you see any... any, uh... any frontline worker... Walmart, Amazon, warehouse workers, um, healthcare uh, workers, anybody that's on the front lines. Do you see them blaming COVID-19 for not going to work every day? Do you blame them for, for, for not seeing that? I sure as hell don't. Be right back after these words. I'm going to close it out, guys. I'm going to close it out, guys. And a couple a uh, couple of uh, uh, articles here I want to get into. But... Uh, Folks, this is disgrace. We'll be right back after these words, guys. Don't go anywhere. Hey, guys. This episode today is brought to you by Spotify. Spotify, guys. Head over to Spotify, and you can find this podcast, the Patriot Angle Podcast on Spotify, as well as thousands upon thousands of other podcasts uh, such as this podcast. Uh, also, uh, if you're into regular music, you can find music on Spotify. Spotify, guys, is just a cutting-edge music and podcast 
uh, platform. Uh, head over there, guys. Uh, you'll love it. All right, guys, back to the show. Back to the show. Back to the show of shows. We're talking about the uh, the ongoing uh, idiotacy of this presidency. Like I said, I hope everybody tuned into last night's uh, ridiculousness of uh, of uh, Joseph Biden, his speech, and what he thinks of what's gonna, what he wants to do in this country. Craziness, craziness, folks! Crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. But on to other stuff. Um. Here's a uh, here's something here relating to what I was saying about Kamala Harris. Now, she's breaking a 21 day silence on the border crisis. Listen to this, guys. This is this is just craziness, craziness, craziness. I'm a firefighter. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to this garbage. Now this, today President Biden's border czar Kamala Harris broke her 21-day silence on the issue. I have talked with uh, the president of Mexico, the president of Guatemala. Um, we have, uh, well, probably saying too much, but we have plans in the work to go to Guatemala um, as soon as possible, um, given all of the restrictions in terms of COVID and things of that nature. So she's What? What? More excuses. You know what, folks? Someone needs to remind her that she's vice president of the United States of America and not in a damn social club. Does this woman understand that she's vice president of the free land, which is United States of America? You want to call it the free land? I mean, I don't call it the free land. I mean, we're suffering from more uh, tactics under this administration, stealing our liberties and freedoms with masking and social distancing, right? But someone needs a reminder that she's vice president and not a member of some kind of social club. Always chuckling and giggling. This is serious, Kamala. This is a humanitarian crisis. This is not a uh, a political uh, 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 just you know a visit for political reasons and 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 for publicity. This is a humanitarian crisis that we have on the southern border. Do, do these people understand what's going on? Harris was quiet. Because she has nothing to say. She doesn't care. She never did. And she still doesn't care. She's so ready to burst with laughter. She can't be held serious. That's why I'm saying this administration, folks, I'm, t- I'm, I- I'm seeing it. it it's, it's only going to be a one-term administration. We're not going to see two terms. God willing, I hope we don't. I, I really hope that President Trump is really serious about running for 2024. Yeah, what I think he should do is kind of tease the effect that, hey, you know what, kind of hold up like a, you know, kind of like a ballot type thing, like a voting ballot, right, in the next coming months. Tease it, right? Tease it for a little bit and say, hey, America, if you want it, come and get it. You know, holding the ballot, meaning giving that message to America saying, hey, if you want me back in the Oval Office, you know, hey, you better you better vote uh, correctly this time instead of the two clowns that are in Pennsylvania Avenue, right? <laughs> so, you know, when uh, when when Miss Neil Pads giggles and gargles, just remember she's laughing at you, folks. She's literally saying, "Ha ha! I still can't believe we got away with." Uh, with the election in November. That's basically what she's doing. The only reason why she's not going to the southern border is because she's using COVID restrictions as an excuse. That's all. That's all. Because they don't know what to say. Can you imagine if there was no COVID, uh, COVID-19 and there was no social distancing and masking? Can you imagine... Even still, if we had a humanitarian crisis at the southern border, can you imagine the Associated Press asking Kamala Harris and Joseph Biden to go to the southern border to evaluate it, to recap what's going on? Can you imagine if 
them answering the request by the Associated Press and the, and the American public, what would they say then? They wouldn't have an excuse. They wouldn't have, uh, they can't make up uh, an excuse for uh, COVID-19. What would they say? What excuse would they give then? Huh. Right? That being said, guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you very much for tuning in. Yes, the show went a little abrupt today, but that's what that's what uh that's what this show is all about. I give you we like I said, sometimes when roosters on the show, we give you the American truth. Right? We don't we don't uh we don't TikTok across uh false narratives. With that being said, thank you for tuning in to today's show. Uh, tune in uh, in about, oh, a good hour. This show should be live uh, on Spotify, Anchor, Google, Apple Podcasting, our new friends at podbay.fm. Thank you for picking up the show. You can tune out the show on podbay.fm. Great podcast platform over there. Um as well as Pocket Cast. We're now on Pocket Cast, as well of, uh, as other podcast platforms. There's like, God, a good, I think like 12 platforms now the Patriot Angle Podcast is on. So anywhere you normally would listen to a podcast, just search the Patriot Angle Podcast. We'll pop right up on there. Uh, as well as our live feeds on Twitch. Tune out to Twitch. Uh, very soon there should be a live uh, live feed on Twitch. With that being said, guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. You just heard an episode of the Patriot Angle Podcast. An anchor platform.